God, grab your Bibles and open them with me to uh, 1 Corinthians 11. We'll read that in a minute. Uh, let me clarify one thing and encourage another. Um, when Missy made that, that uh, announcement about the prom dresses, I hope you understand um, that that is, I, I don't know whether you ever heard of the Joy Prom. The Joy Prom is a prom that's citywide for the special needs community. And that's the, the ones that we will be uh, outfitting uh, on that, those dates that were up there. So just wanted to make that clear to you. And then secondly, um, it was also mentioned about this 40 days of life thing that started March 1st. We do support that around here at Gracie Van, but really we do more than that. It's not so much the 40 days of life campaign that we, that we support. What we support is uh, all opposition to abortion. Um, we consider it murder and um, not an unforgivable sin, but certainly a serious matter. So um, we uh, pick it, I guess, uh, prayerfully and peacefully, the Planned Parenthood. I think you've heard of that before. Um, you know how many abortions they did last year and how much government money went to them uh, to sustain them. You, you see all of that in the news stories, as I do. But you don't do anything, that is, you don't, you don't have to uh, battle anybody. You just walk and pray, hoping that God will hear us and eliminate this scourge in our country, and, and perhaps someone entering the building might um, strike up a conversation with us. That's, that's all it is. But um, it's on Thursdays and Saturdays, uh, if you're interested. Gary Bynum's email address is in the bulletin. You can contact him, and he'll give you a schedule. Okay, First uh, Corinthians 11, uh, my text is really verse 26, but I'm going to start reading in verse 23. These are very familiar words. They are Paul's words of institution of the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, okay? Um, I'll begin reading in verse 23, and I'll read through verse 26, but 26 is really, I'm, I'm drawing something out of 26. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The grass withers and the flower fades, but not this. Not this. This is the word of God, and it endures forever. Guys, one of the unique features of Gra about Gracie Van, um, maybe others would call it an oddity, but uh, one of the unique features, I think, is, is that we really make a big deal out of this sacrament. Um, I don't know what your upbringing was like, but in mine, um, the Lord's Supper was always just an add-on. It was kind of an afterthought. Um, we, we tacked it on at the end of the service, and there you go. Well... We, we like to do more than that. We, um, we do it monthly, not quarterly. Um, and we, um, 
we make a big deal out of it, and, and let me tell you at least, I guess, the primary reason that we do. The primary reason that we make a big deal out of this sacrament is because Dr. Young is an idiot. Uh, by that I mean this, he's not stupid, but he has this marvelous knack of taking something which is simple and making it complex. And so people leave and they think, I don't, I don't understand what he said. I mean, I didn't get it. I mean, I, he really confused me. I'm bewildered about what went on in there. What, what was that? What did that man say? <clears throat> well, guys, there are some things that I teach and preach up here that, are, that you could consider of secondary importance and even negotiable. But not the gospel. The gospel in no way is optional nor negotiable. And just so that we can make sure that we don't confuse you about that, we do this once a month. We make a big deal out of it. We make it the main thing. I shorten my comments so that we can make this the main thing, ladies and gentlemen. This is the gospel in simplicity. There's nothing that preaches the gospel better or more effectively than does this sacrament. And if you miss the gospel today, it won't be because the preacher is an idiot. Because it is gospel simplicity that we're going to bring to you and you'll have in your hands. It's tactile even. I'll have the gospel pass through my hands in, the, um, in communicating the broken body and the shed blood of Christ. Now, that said, let me just draw your attention to one particular emphasis. I, I, I hope you notice when I read verse 26, it says, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. What is it exactly that we're proclaiming? Or what is it that needs to be proclaimed? There's a lot, I'm sure, but there's a couple of things that I... Well, at least one thing, let me mention, that, we're, that, that I, I don't want you to particularly focus on. When I was in seminary, um, this is back in the 70s, um, one of my fellow classmates had been in med school before he came to seminary. And so on one of our, our chapels uh, one day, he read this document that he brought with him. I don't know where he got it. He didn't get it online because there was no online. Imagine life without Google, you know. But uh, he read this thing that had to do with the, uh, a medical description of how crucifixion killed its subjects. Oh, and it went all through this. It was long and it was gory and it was just awful. And I, I guess ultimately... Uh, that the, the subjects of crucifixion died by suffocation. I, I just remember thinking, I've got a copy of it, by the way. In my, I remember thinking, I, I don't want to hear that again. But guys, that is not the focus of this sacrament, and that is not the focus of Christ's death. Not, not so much the extraordinary pain. But let me tell you what I think is. The essence of what this sacrament symbolizes, the, uh, the heartbeat of the gospel, it's all found in this, ladies and gentlemen. 
that the, the, the key thing that is being proclaimed in this sacrament is that we are recognizing the substitutionary death that Jesus Christ was the substitute. His death was on the behalf of others. Gang, think about it. Um, This sacrament is pointing to him as the substitute. He, He didn't die because he had to or because he deserved to. He dies he died because he chose to. He died because of he of the role that he was playing as a substitute for us. Guys, it, that idea of if if you don't get substitution, you really don't get the gospel. It's at the very heartbeat. It is a death for us. Seen right here in this sacrament, ladies and gentlemen. It is the just for the unjust. It is the righteous for the unrighteous. It is the innocent for the guilty. It's the sinless for the sinful. All of that, ladies and gentlemen, all of those words, all of those comparisons are really trying to just give you an idea about substitution. And if you mess up substitution, you really mess up the gospel. Because the, the gospel is about the substitutionary atonement. The substitutionary death of Jesus Christ. That's what we're proclaiming. Guys, there is a little prepositional phrase, phrase in, in the New Testament. It or its equivalent appears numerous times. It's a, it's a two-word, very short prepositional phrase, consists of five entire total letters, but two words. Here it is. For us. It's found all throughout the New Testament. Here's, here's one place. This is Romans 5.8. But God shows his love for us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And I think we read statements like that far too quickly. That Christ died for us. No. Christ died for us. That's substitutionary atonement, ladies and gentlemen. And we read that far too quickly. And I would encourage you not to hurry through this either. Because we are proclaiming the Lord's death for us. That, ladies and gentlemen, is at the heart of the gospel that the one who died did so so that the undeserving 
might live. Let's pray. Our Father, I I do pray that you will um, make very clear for us, that you will help us to see with, with great clarity that what we're doing here is not some kind of empty ritual, that what it is is a reminder that the death of Jesus Christ was substitutionary, that it was a death that was done for others, his people, that this is a gospel about the substitutionary death of Christ Jesus the Lord. Meet us at this table, Father. Remind your people that what we bring is only our sin. And what we get is reconciliation with God because of the substitutionary death of Jesus Christ. For us. Meet us here, Father, for Jesus' sake. We pray in his name. Amen.